0: All right. I give it a couple minutes. Let us begin. And the purpose why I'm saying about Mammy, because I'm noticing now a lot of people that attack a lot of female content creators and calling them all sorts of names that you're a Mammy because you love and respect and pander to black men. And not just black men, but men that is respectful to them in the community. And hell, we can go even far. Most of them just want, want, want to love and respect them because that's in their nature, and they love and respect black men. Why would another female that is black want to bash or shame another black woman because she loves and respects black men in this entirely? I just don't get it. Well, actually, I do get it because their purpose is to sit there to demonize the next woman that by default some of them can't even keep a man, hell if they're lucky even get a man depending on how they look, how they care themselves, and their attitude that's how I see fit so and make sure um, those who watching if I'm bargaining in and out, please let me know I'm not gonna switch other device for this, so I'm gonna try to be slow and coerce in my words, let's look into the definition of a mammy. And remember reading is caring, which a lot of black people, especially black females don't understand when you don't read and understand the definition of words, you're gonna sound stupid trying to redefine it. Right here, I'm looking at the term and let's hit the word mammy. Mammy. It is a formerly in the Southern USA, a black woman engaged as a nurse to white children, or as a servant to a white family. That is one definition term. As it goes straight down, it says to the uses notes, at the time of the Civil War and into the 20th century, the Southern Mammy was characterized as being strong, kind, and loyal, but her image was also that of an overweight, unattractive, and often illiterate household slave. This reinforced racial stereotypes of inferiority and servitude. That's another um, note. I go down. And remember, I'm just going for definition and historical things. So I'm just going to give out all the terms and terminologies. Um, and there's different um, historical terminologies. Just then, Mary puts her head in at the door to say, May Leah, yo mommy, call you. Now these are all certain old English terms, usually mostly American term terminologies. What else? Let's go down. And it goes again another definition, which is a British dictionary definition of the term mammy. The one I read earlier was just the original term, US definition of mammy. Now, what's the British term? Dictionary definition of Mammy? says the same thing. Mainly a southern U.S., a black woman employed as a nurse, a servant to a white family. And here, it looks like there is a a timetable. World origin of the history of Mammy. 1520s. Diminutive of Mam. See Mammy. Mammy, or the meaning... Black woman having the care of white children is by to 1837 Southern USA dialect variant of the mammy. Now, this is one site definition of the term mammy. Let's go back. Let's see if there's any more definitions. Hold on. Oh, you know oh I forgot one person oh damn it hey what's good at la D- um al Evans okay hold on I just forgot somebody not a, it just came to my mind all right never mind let's continue okay as I scroll down there's an urban dictionary of mammy let's see what it says here. And it goes to again, Mammy, a black woman depicted by Ritute, Homely, or Amantorney. I don't know if that's how they pronounce it. The mammy is an archetype portraying a domestic servant of African descent who is generally good natured, often overweight. It's often not always overweight, there's difference. And loud, a stereotypical mammy is portrayed in obscene servant or acting in a protective of a interest of whites or was a serve or or serve or acting in a protective of the interests of whites although the word mammy is a uh, vibrant a mother and was common in north america it is now rarely used as a typical considered an ethnic slur in part of the uk however mammy is still widely used as a synonym for mother by young people without any racial connotation. Interesting. Let us go down. Mammy again, and Mary, I'm just breaking down terminology the words, so I want people to follow me here. The term has evolved quite drastically from the early, late 19th century and early 20th century. When the term was used to describe a black woman in a dominant white household that took care of the children and housework to create better life for her own children. However, this presented time is used to describe a unified, lazy, uncaring, wannabe, growth, irresponsible, and unruly mother. Okay, so let's go down. And there's different terminologies that use the word mammy in sentences. So let's go back. And let's go further st- st- down. And there's a mammy archetype on Wikipedia. And there's a picture always of a woman, and I think this is the thing with the typical mammy they always show. Oh, and there's a historical part of mammy. Let us read. One of the earliest fictional versions of a mammy figure is Auntie Cleo and Harriet Breacher's Stone's Uncle Tom's Cabin, which was the first published in 1852. As the Mammy figure progresses into the 20th century, the persona changed over time into perhaps the mythology. Memoirs that describe the role of Mammy's from the 1890s to 1920s downplay the Mammy relationship with her family. The background of Mammy figures was the history of slavery in the United States. African-American female slaves were tasked with the duties of domestic works in white America, households. Their duties include preparing meals, cleaning homes, nursing, rearing the, their owner's children. Out of these circumstances arose the image of the Mammy. While orienting the slave period, the Mammy figure rose to prominence during the Reconstruction era. In the southern United States, the Mammy played a role in historical Revisionist efforts and reinterpret and leg- legitimacy their legacy of chattel slavery and racial oppression. The mammy image endures there to the 20th century in 1923, and United Daughters of the Confederate proposed a erected of the mammy statue of the National Mall. The, purpo- the proposal statue would be dedicated to the Black mammy of the South. Historically, the Mammy figure is questionable. Historical accounts point to the identity of most female domestic servants as teenagers and young adults, not grandmotherly type such as the Mammy Melissa Perry. As argued, the Mammy was a creation of the imagination of the white supremacists, which re-imaged the powerlessness, coercive slave girl as soothing, comfortable, and Consenting women. In 1981, Anna, I think, Warble included the Mammy in the myth series along other mythologies and folklore characters such as Santa Claus, Mickey Mouse, Superman. Damn, I ain't no Superman had Mammy. Ain't that fucking, I mean, sorry. Ain't that something? Racist ass comic. And Mammy, A Century of Race, Gender, and Southern Memoirs in 2008. Kimberly Wallace Sanders argued that the mammy stereotype attributes points to the source of the inspiration a long lasting and troubled marriage, a racial and gender, I think it's essentialism, mythology, and Southern Gnosticism. I think that's how they pronounce it. The romanticism of the mammy image survived in the popular. Im- Imagination of the modern United States, um, Conter Walker Burns, a licensed psychologist, argued that the, the political correctness has led to the mammy figure being less prevalent in the 21st century culture, but the mammy archetype still influenced the portrayal of African American women in fiction as good caretakers, nursing, selfless, strong, and support to the supporting character to white or pro Protagonism. She cites as example: Miranda Bailey, Mercedes Jones, and Ivy Watts or what they call Once. And they go even further. The Mammy was usually portrayed as an older woman, overweight, dark skinned She was an idolized figure of a caregiver, amiable, loyal, material, non-threatening obedient, and submissive. No! Stop right there. Let me read that again. She was idolized figure of a caregiver, animal, loyal, material, non-threatening, obedient, and submissive. Now, that says a lot. I hear a lot of these black females either in chat rooms, and possibly some panels. Let me go back to my screen. I see a lot of them. They sit there and they portray the average black female that loves and respects her own race, especially her men, and call uh, that word. To me, it sounds very dumb and they sound very not an uneducated but stupid to not even and this is my problem with our people they use words a lot of times loosely and they go around and sit there feel they, they could redefine what the word I mean is to their student but no in the world of logic reason especially where people could pick up a fucking book you're not the creator of the word much as you don't have the right to sit there redefine, re-engineer the word "what" to make it seem fit to you. Much less if you really sit there, not only pick up a basic book or pick up a dictionary, you can find it in old movies. And the black females, or I said the actual real black women today that sit there still respect and love for black men. They didn't. They don't even fit the characteristics of that mammy role that a lot of y'all females like to keep using loosely. And I can tell every day that when women use words like this, and when a person asks them a large question, what's the definition of a mammy? They sit there and get quiet. Sometimes they get belligerent and get loud with you. To show their arrogance and stupidity. And to me, anytime when I hear it, Any man and I'm telling most men that's listen to this broadcast, you better start saying something to these stupid chicks. Especially in front of women that sit there love and respect the black man. Because it's gonna come to a point that you know to show real high esteem respect has to be given due. And a lot of these women that still respect and love brothers. They should not even Waste their time to even express some of these dumb chicks that sit there call that stupid word. Nor, no the sisters could defend themselves. I know that, but I think it's right for care of that you know. Anytime we hear stupidity, like that, we should step up as men, you know, to really sit there and address that and ask the question. Because the only how you gonna sit there and use a word to another sister, and you you're right, and you your 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 state of mind don't even know what the fucking the fucking definition of the word mammy is. Yeah. And then feel that you're gonna feel that you're, you're doing something Call somebody a word that you don't even know. The, the simple definition of And then come out and say that we could sit there re-engineer it define the word that we see fit. No, dummy. You sound stupid, you sound dumb. I would tell you, say, yo, go over there. Matter of fact, just get the fuck out of here. Play me this. So if I have any female guests on my panel and I find any woman using the word and calling Smite here a mammy, my question is if I if I give you the word, the definition, what the definition is, much as ask what definition, and you can't give me a, a proper answer, you'll see the boot. All right. So let me continue reading. Come on. Let me see what's going on. Yeah, that's nothing all right let me continue to read the definition where was i okay occasionally the mammy was also depicted as a sassy woman she was de- devoted to her owner employer and her primary goal in life was to care for their needs some portray had the mammy have a family of her own, but her caregiver duties will always come first, leading to the mammy being portrayed as a neg- neglectful parent or grandparent. And white and while the mammy was de- devoted to her white family, she often treats her own family poorly. Moreover, she had no black friends. Well, that's simply true because, you know, I'm not sure if a lot of these females have swirlers nowadays or... Yeah. A actual friends. <clears throat> and most of them, they don't. Because most most of the time, when you find a swirl that out here people, they cannot swirl in peace. Whether it's a black male swirling with a non-black female or a black female swirling with a non-black man. They can't be comfortable in the skin they're in, much less be comfortable that they jump ship and left the so-called community. Wait, oh, yeah. it's my... I just heard some voice. One second. Please. Hello? Who's that? Yeah,
1: what's going on? this cute?
0: Somebody call? No, no one called. This is Chaos Rain. I just put that in the a... Hey, what's
1: going on? What's the topic, Mr.
0: Chaos Rain? Yeah, um, can I meet the line? Can I have background noise? Twin? Oh, thank you. Well, the topic is the Mammy Syndrome. And I'm just going through the definition of the words because I've noticed a lot of females that attack other females that have no power, black males, that they use this word and call women mammies. And I know one brother asked a question to one particular woman. What is mammy? Um You got noise, Q. You mind for a second?
1: Yeah, I, okay. Let me mute, man, because I just got out of
0: the So, when they couldn't really give a clear answer, what I find out is this that um, it seems to me that they redefine the words but don't have no knowledge of what the word really is? So they sit sitting there picking and choosing and calling other females that, let's say, have a love and respect of the brothers for a reason, you know, that they call that because they're not comfortable with their own skin. They think that, you know, another woman that loves not only herself but her own race, a man. Is a problem so they use these terminology to, to shaming tactics the average woman so that's why I'm just going through the definition and actually I'm going through the brief little history of it that I'm looking at right now on my screen so that way it is not only clears the airway but to really deal with education okay, you know reading is caring and you know I know a lot of people don't read enough so they like to use words from out there and they think they sound smart but they sound real dumb when when they use terminology and don't know a real definition. Because a person asks a large question, what is the definition of the word maybe? If you can't give me a definition of what the word is and you use that loosely, I'm just looking at you side, like you, you know, you sound kinda of dumb right now. So So that's the reason why I, um I'm broadcasting this. For educational purpose, right? You. you. You get that, Q?
1: Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. I'm with you. I'm listening. I'll be with you shortly.
0: All right, cool. So let me continue. Where was I? Um give me a second. Um, okay. And neglect grandparent and okay. Melissa Harry Perry described well, let me make sure I'm on the right page. Yeah, okay, I'm right. Um, describes the relationship between Mammy and other African Americans and sister citizen shame stereotypes, and black women in America in 2011 by summarizing that Mammy was not a protector or defender of black children or the community. She represents a material ideal, but not in caring of her own children. Her love, denoting advice, correction, and supervision was reserved exclusively for white women and children. This stereotype contrasts with the Jezebel stereotype. Which is another definition which I I might look into later, which depicts younger African American women and convincing and promiscuity. The mammy was occasionally depicted as a religious woman, and more often than not, the mammy was an, um, an asexual figure, devoid of a personal deserve that might tempt her to sin. This helps the mammy serve as both confent. I mean. Critical, confinement and moral guide to her young charge, c- capable of keeping them in line. Kimberly Wallace Sanders includes other characters of the Mammy and Mammy. A century memoirs of 2008: a large dark body around a smile family or else oh, actually, <clears throat> a round smile face, a deeply sonorous and effortless, smooth voice, a, uh, I guess, remunxious laugh, and her personal attributes include infinite patience, self-depreciating wits, and implicit understanding, and acceptance of her own inferiority, and her own devotion to whiteness. The mammy was also large-breasted, desexualized, and potentially hostile towards men. Many of those characteristics were denied to African American female slaves, but were generally attributed to the mammy. And I quote, that part is the end of the little characteristics. And there's more into it. But, you know. And, and okay, Let me go back. Let's see. Yeah. So let me see if there's anything else on here. Hold on a second, someone hit me up.
1: Okay.
0: So going back. Mm. And there's a Cambridge definition. Let me look what Cambridge said about different term many. Okay. And it says again, yeah, the Cambridge definition, many use as Irish English child word mother, is used as an offense, old fashioned, a black woman whose job is to take care of white children. <laughs> and you know, that's one, that's the Cambridge dictionary. Go down. And oh, there's an Oxford dictionary. So let's look in Oxford. Yeah, it says the same thing, so we go back. And one more definition on here. See if it says the same thing or different. Okay, so go down. And on the, uh, this is, what's this? And then the other dictionary it deals with the movie mammy and some pictures and we all see the pictures of the mammy but i think most people get get the point how you doing black caesar we all get the point so now for those who did tune in late you know i don't know what to say But those who tune in now i'm saying you can probably express your feelings when you hear the word mammy um, I'll leave it to the people that's on this queue right now, their thoughts and opinions. So I did um, drop the link to open the floor briefly. And what? And one thing, you since you're around, I'm not sure if you're still busy or whatever. When you hear the term mammy, and any woman uses this word, what comes to mind when you hear a like, like sister call another sister mammy? Uh,
1: It's, a, it's, it's, it's used as a derogatory term. And as you just said a moment ago, I don't think that a lot of sisters, when they use that term, I don't think that they understand because it's been around for so long when you say you're mammy. I've always been kind of um, kind of privy to what the word and and, and the con- context in which it's used in. I've always been kind of privy to that. You understand what I'm saying? Simply mm-hmm. because I kind of know, you know a little bit about history um, and because of my personal background and the way I was raised. You know, it was something that as soon as somebody said your mammy, it meant that your mother was that type of woman that you described. That was generally one who, um, overbearing one who was large built, large, large in the way she was built, um, domineering, um, uh, the angry black woman syndrome, um, who had a total disregard for anything, including the, uh, the offspring that she brought into the world. Uh, so I, I've always known, um, uh, what that word uh, symbolized when directed towards a black woman. And it was also used in, in the context of being a bed to white men. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Give me a second.
0: Yeah. But overall, that this is the purpose is to really go into the word, not the etymology, but just the word itself, the historic backgrounds. And really, in this context, you know, why women use it so loosely? I mean, I wish I could panel
2: to well we, we understand you you've given an accurate definition of the word we've also done it i was on another panel when they've given the accurate definition of these words people take the word like the way we took the n-word and we turned it into a term of endearment yes the mammy was a derogatory term they just moved it from the actual definition to basically sit here and say if you support black men, you're a mammy because mm-hmm. most of the people who use that that terminology Come from the divest from black men side of the house. So if you're if you're in support of black men, you're a mammy. Just what, just the same way as uh, somebody like me. I'm called a simp because I don't believe in blaming black women for everything on the face of the planet, and I believe in taking responsibilities for you know shared actions. And in that, in that, in their mind, I'm a simp because I don't blame every problem on a woman, which to me is the is the most ridiculous thing on the planet. So when I ask them how, and even though we know the definition of the word, when I ask them how am I that, they usually I usually get it's because I'm in agreement. It's not about an agreement, it's about responsibility. Take responsibility for your actions. But that's what they do. They they've taken the meaning of these words, they've subverted it to suit their argument. That goes for anybody
1: who's using these words. Um so, bro, you know, you know, we 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 kind of at one point in time came to a head, and then we came to an understanding, right? So I would tell you that, um, not in in your particular situation, um, uh, not talking about you per se, but here's the deal, right? Um, we broke down what these words meant the other day when we were on the panel with with uh, I forgot what panel it was, or neither says or or. Uh, re- renaissance woman i can't remember what page or where we were I believe it was nyla okay so all right uh in today's time in a modern time when you call somebody a man another man a simp it's like calling it's like being it's like calling that man back in the day henpecked. do you understand okay so a little bit of history now and I, and I you know i don't want to take up too much time but henpecked, right in other words, a henpecked man was, is generally the type of man who just kind of bows his head and just kind of you know, very docile around uh, around women, any type of woman. It doesn't matter who, what type of woman she is. She could be, you know, aggressive. She could be non-aggressive, passively aggressive, whatever the case may be. Always in agreement with women, no matter what they do. I take heat because I say not every black woman is deserving of my protection. And that's how I feel. But I took heat from those the naysayers who say it doesn't matter what she does. All black women by any means necessary are to be protected. Yes, I agree with you on that point on that point, but however, come a pause in today's society, we know that you have to be very careful about the position, about how you position yourself. It's almost as a black man, whereas you're damned. If you do, you're damned. If you don't, you understand what I'm saying? As, as to the word mammy, when somebody says you're having a conversation and the conversation get heated and you say, well, your mammy's a bitch, right? Okay, a lot of people don't understand what they're saying when they use the term mammy. They don't. He just broke down the dictionary terminology of it. There are many, many street definitions of the word, but generally mammy was meant as a term to be disrespectful to that person in regards to their mother. The number one rule of thumb in any street environment anywhere you go in the world as as it refers to black people you never ever ever disrespect a black man's mother she could be the worst thing on the face of the planet but you do not disrespect that man's mother mammy was at one point in time the ultimate word in order to disrespect someone's mother yeah mammy's black yeah mammy's a bitch you understand what i'm saying Your mammy this, your mammy that, your black ass mammy, you know what I'm saying, your yellow ass mammy, your red mammy, you know, that word is the ultimate sign of disrespect. And now that there is some context put to the word and an understanding and a meaning and more people are referencing the word to understand the context of where it came from. Mammy was generally that big black woman on the plantation. She kind of was overbearing to all the slaves, not just the men, but to the women as well. She was the gatherer and the enforcer if you will uh on the plantation she had free reign to do what she wanted to do because she oftentimes was take was the caretaker for the slave master's children not only the white children but the illegitimate children that he had with other slaves she oftentimes was the one who would be sent out to talk to the big buck, the big buck slave you know, to quell him down if it was a scenario going on on the plantation. If he was into it with another slave, the Mammy would handle it. The Mammy took care of all of the household operations. She took care of the plantation operations, basically. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to put things in its proper context. There's enough books, there's enough video, enough movies, enough documentations out there on this particular person as it pertains to the plantation to where you will be able to get a general perception uh, of what that person that type of woman would be like you understand what I'm saying
2: and QII 150,000 percent agree with you again you gave an accurate historical context when it comes to that word but we both know people have subverted, plenty of words to suit their argument and their needs. So we we already know when they when we hear people on YouTube use certain words, they're not using it in their, in their proper context. We know there's a lot of things like again, like you said, we we had it out, but I, I believe we've come to an understanding. You know I'm not coming at anybody from a place of I want to see anybody do bad. I want us to come from a, a place of where we just have an understanding that at the end of the day we have no friend. And, in, and if you're not black first you're wrong period agree that, that's 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 the place where i, I know we're not going to agree on everything but i know we agree on that
1: exactly and we're not supposed to agree on everything the way that you respond and the way that you react to you know different situations and different women um as, as to the way you deal with them is going to be totally different than the way i would or any other man would why because we have different and this is the hard part to get some of our people to understand we simply want to look at it as, as opposed to, I'm a black man, you're a black woman, therefore everybody else across the face of the fucking United States of America and the world should, black men should treat black women to my standards, the way I feel, how I think. That's the first freaking mistake. I can't force you I to think like I think. I can't force you to think like I think as it pertains to the way I interact and deal with black women. Comma, pause, real quick. In my everyday life, real life as i tread across the face of the planet across the the the, the, the earth's surface i do not encounter women that a number one act in a, in a such a way where they would necessarily somebody would necessarily attack them that's number one number two and if someone would attack the women that i encounter in my everyday life not just my family not just my family these are just just general public, people that I live in my neighborhood, people that I come across in my day-to-day dealings, people that, women that I know that work at the stores that I, you know, I know, hey, how you doing, speak to on a day-to-day basis. There are many that I see out here that I don't even speak to, that I don't even interact with. I just see them in the community, in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Those women act, take, act accordingly. Here's what I mean by that. I'm not going to stick my neck out on a on 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 you know get involved in some bullshit and you can say it's cowardice and They can say it's cowardice or whatever if there is a sister girl who who's into it? Who's the aggressor because I've tried that several different occasions all across the, the, the spectrum of my life of dealing with women? And it didn't turn out so well They matter of fact they use that same terminology Bitch, made, bitch, made, nigga, get the fuck out. Don't tell him. I'm going to put your fucking hands on me. Tell your mammy to calm down. And here I am trying to stop this sister from getting in a situation with another male where she could get hurt or with a group of other women where she could get hurt. Get your motherfucking hands off me. You be- Tell your mammy to stop. Go tell your black ass mammy. Go tell that bitch to stop. Fuck you, nigga. That type of motherfucker. Get no protection from me. You go right and, in And I can Q. On and Q, and Q. No I can't I can't
2: properly. blame you. I can't blame you for feeling that way. But at the end of the day, this is, this is what I would say to you. That's not cowardice what you did. That's due, you did your due diligence. You did your due
1: diligence as, a, so
2: as when, a as a steward of the community. Let me finish real quick. Mm-hmm. You did your due diligence. Now, if she didn't if she wasn't positively receptive to that, and she just if she decides to keep going down that line then guess what? You deserve what you get. I agree with that. The only thing I'm, this, this is my problem, Q, and you know, you, you know, this is true. We don't give each other the benefit of the doubt half the time. And that's why we have these questioning a lot of things in the community now. We're not going to give each other the benefit of the doubt when it comes to any situations. What do you we mean? We don't. What, what for, do you for, mean? Exa- for example, if we see a black person involved in anything, You'll hear a lot of, you'll hear a lot more black people now saying, "I need to get all the facts." instead of here sitting here saying, sitting here instead of just sitting here saying, "Well, he didn't do it like other communities are going to do." we're going to quote their talking points. Well, mm-hmm. what was he doing? What was he doing? What was she doing? It doesn't matter. until you can give me some concrete evidence that that person did some shit, they innocent in my eyes. We'll give everybody else the benefit of the doubt, but each other.
1: Uh, I I uh, I have
2: a tendency to disagree with that and no here, and here, you and know I, it's I, true I, no 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 I'm I gonna give you a Tennessee. perfect example perfect example I'm gonna give you two perfect examples so I hate to bring it up because we, we've talked about it to, to to the to the to the end of time look at the McDonald's situation we had an entire sector of YouTube sitting here trying to find a way to blame that woman even though she was at her job at her assigned place of duty, and the guy reached over and grabbed
1: her. In that instance, let me interrupt. In that instance, that sister needed someone needed to fucking knock that Pecker Woods block off his head. You see, it doesn't matter in a situation like that because he was purely the aggressor. You understand what but, I'm saying? But,
2: but you, you know, you know, you already know there's dudes who are uh, in these streets who are going to sit here and say, well, what did she say? What did she do?
1: But, and those, I- but those individuals have never had, and uh, those ind- most of those individuals that are saying that shit, a lot of them are saying that shit to be controversial, and a lot of them motherfuckers are just repeating other YouTubers and other people's talking points. So I have a tendency, when I hear stupid shit like that being said, like, okay, got it. You just one of them niggas. You, you just one of them niggas that don't you're going to you're going to meet what I call the law of attrition because you're one of them niggas who try to pay the play the middle ground to keep yourself um, isolated from what's black and what's white. You know what I'm saying? One of them one of them niggas that try to stay in the middle of everything. I ain't got nothing to do with it. And they'll know that the situation is wrong, but they'll step back like I ain't got anything to do with it. Then they'll say shit like, well, as long as he don't put his hands on no, on none of my people. Then it's, then it's where I come in at. We've, we've gotten to a point in reality, real quick. I'm going to, I'm going I'm to give you the floor back. We've gotten to a point where it's, as long as it doesn't affect me and mine, I don't give a fuck what go on. That's Big our problem. We're, we we've gotten to that point where we've shut down our community. So, so much that as long as it doesn't affect, as long as the motherfucker put his hand on my daughter, as long as the motherfucker put his hand on my mama, as long as the motherfucker don't put his hand on my sister, I ain't got shit to do with nobody else. I don't give a fuck what happened to nobody it's
0: else. More and of a that's disconnect why disconnect. community is disconnected. Community. Well, everything is done today by policy, yeah. gentlemen. And when policy puts in it and they put a street plan, say, you know, it's time to slowly divide these people up. Now. Because think about, once you're together in arms, you get shit done, lash you down. But once you start to slowly pull away, You get very little done. Matthew, you don't get much enough done at all. And what we see today, this is the result now. Now time, you should say, with this issue, we're going. Listen,
2: there, there used to be standards, Q, and you know what I'm talking about, dog. There used to be standards. I agree.
1: I know too. You, you forget. You know, I got you by you know a decade or so. So yeah, yeah,
2: I know. But see, and I had dudes like you, besides my father who taught me these standards so when i hear other grown men say things like women are running the community and not realizing the reason why you the reason why they feel like they're running the community is because you're saying shit like that like they're running the community is the problem and not realizing you're giving them that leadership title it bothers me because back in the day like Q you you you're still of the mindset when you hear shit like that, don't you think like what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah,
1: because women don't run the community where I live in. It's a male led, it's 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 a male led dominant dominated society. You know, as, like, far real, as my real,
2: talk, Q, real, real talk, Q, real Q, I was talking with uh with a with a young with a young soldier and he was telling me he was having problems with his wife. <laughs> and he said his wife likes to argue. So I said, You allow arguing? He said, what do you mean allow arguing? He said, how do I get her to stop arguing? I said, well, first things first, how, when when she start going off, what do you do? He said, well, I start going off. I said, so how does that, I said, how's that been working for you? He said, well, we still arguing. I said, well, how about this? Now, I know, I know a lot of dudes ain't going to agree with this. You probably won't agree with that either, Q, but I'm of the firm mindset of if I'm cursing, put, and this goes for everybody, men and women, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if you're my friend, period. It doesn't matter. Q, me and you, like you said, we got into it on these YouTube streets. But When we stopped yelling and screaming at each other and started listening, you were able to get somebody's perspective on something, correct?
1: That is correct.
2: So this is what I told him. I said, she start going off, don't say nothing. I said, first things first, she's going to be confused because she's expecting the same exact reaction you've been giving her. She knows when she goes off and start cursing and yelling and going off, she just knows that's what you're going to do. I said, so switch it up. I said, don't curse. her. I said, don't curse her out. Don't give her. Don't give her what she needs. She wants that attention. <clears throat> I said, listen to what she's going to say. And then I said, say this right here. And I said, I guarantee she's going to feel like shit. So I said, she gets done yelling and be like, and then you say to her, are you done? I said, don't, don't get, don't get, don't have a, a, an aggressive tone. Don't have an aggressive voice. Are you done? And they say, yo, what was the need for all that? If you have a problem, why didn't you, why didn't we just, you know, talk about this shit? There was no need for you to talk to me like that. I'm supposed to be your man. You're supposed to respect me. I'm supposed to be your husband. You're supposed to respect me. Do you feel like you show me the proper due respect? Make her think period. We already know women can be irrational. Women can be emotional. If you get as irrational as emotional as she is, she's one. Would you agree with that, Q?
1: Uh, yeah, to a degree. because I, 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 I
2: already knew it was going to be to I, a
1: degree. I, I, yes, <laughs> I, I would tell you that that is somewhat the proper way. Some would agree that that's the proper way to go about it. But you know, there are some out here that will push you to no end i've I've had it happen I've seen it happen I've heard of it happening. There are some that no matter what you attempt to do, they will push you with your little dick motherfucker your mama's a bitch. Go tell that bitch you da 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 no matter how you approach the situation calmly, not calmly aggressively, not aggressively. There are some that's just gonna push that let me say this man we in our work in the black community we like we have we don't, we like the ability to have conflict resolution.
2: We but that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about right there,
1: Q. Okay, effective
2: so conflict resolution.
1: So this younger generation was not, was, does not adhere to the conflict resolution that you, you probably, because you're a little bit younger than I am, 35, I guess, 35, 36, whatever. Okay, so you got a little different taste of conflict resolution than a 25-year-old did. That's why we got brothers now that don't fight. They don't know how to fight. True. They pick up guns. True. That's why you got sisters now squaring off like, like men. Back in my day when I was a much younger man, right, um, if it was women out in the street acting a damn fool, all it took was one or two brothers to walk out and say, hey, what the fuck are y'all doing?
2: And it was shut down quick.
1: And it was shut down quick. Hey, get your ass back and get over there. You didn't have to break them up. They out there fighting like brahma bulls. You didn't have to physically go get in between them. You just had to say something. You just had to say something. But now, because of the light, you got to understand, you got to stay in tune and stay in touch with the generations. Now, and I don't want to go too far off the topic. I apologize, Chaos. Now, you literally have to get in between sisters. Literally, literally, get in physically. And I, I, I agree have. with
2: you. I agree with you, Q. But back to something you just said: you gonna have that woman? You dumb motherfucker! You little dick motherfucker! This and this that, and the third. You know what I do? I let that shit go in one out, one one in, out the other. But because at that point I understand she's having an emotional ass moment.
1: Okay, but when you do, here's what happens. Here's what happens. Right. But oh no,
2: hold on. Let me let me finish real quick. Mm-hmm. After she has her little tangent. She has a little breakdown. That shit is addressed. But you, I'm going to be real. In that situation, if you try to address it in that moment, only thing you, you get the same. Basically, you know that, you know, the definition of insanity, correct, Q? Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting the same result. What have we gotten as a community by sitting here arguing, yelling, screaming, sniping at each other? quite literally not giving each other the benefit of the doubt and not protecting each other. Now we well, already know me and you know, the results of how, how an effective community ran back in the day, but we still have one. And that and we, we went away from that working model to the model we have now. And we're just going in that circle and getting the same exact result.
1: I would tell you that that's because, um, the like of, of, of uh effective conflict resolution. That's what that's what that has to do with. Um uh the strong sense of entitlement. There was always the kid on the playground who felt like I could pick on anybody I wanted to or I could say anything I wanted to anybody and they better not, both male and female, and nobody I could talk about your mama but you better not say nothing about mine. You understand? I could talk about your daddy but you better not say nothing about mine. I could pick on you but you can't pick on me. You see what I'm saying? You always had the schoolyard bully, and that's what we have out here. In in a lot of instances, we have schoolyard bullies. We have people in these YouTube streets, not so much in real life because in real life a motherfucker get these hands put on them. But you got people that will sit back behind their computers and their phones, and they'll play the part of the bully. They'll say shit, knowing that a motherfucker can't reach out and put their hands on them. So they'll they'll call you a bitch ass nigga. And a lot of it is a lot of it is. Not uh, coming from where you come from, everybody interacts differently. Your, your neighborhood interacts differently than mine. We had respect for one another to a degree when I was coming. There were certain things you just didn't say to another man. You didn't call another man a bitch under no circumstances. That was fighting words. You didn't talk about another man's mother. Under no circumstances. Maybe the dad, we might let you get away with that, just depending on the situation. But you didn't talk about nobody's mama. Period.
3: Real real shit.
1: Period. A motherfucker would come see about you when you talked about their mother. Now, to go back to to, to the original topic, you got these so-called YouTubers that are trying to call other people mammies and all this shit. And a lot of them (coughs) don't really know the context of the word because it was something that they just was used to hearing and used to being thrown around. That's, that's what that was. It was something that they were used to hearing and that they were used to a word that was disrespectful and they were just throwing it around much like the word nigger. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, that's why they, that's why they started throwing the word around and now that they have some context, learning some proper history about that particular word, mammy, maybe they'll think twice when they go to call somebody a mammy. Because if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. You can't apply it to somebody that it doesn't apply to.
2: So, so Black Caesar asked me in the chat, what would I suggest uh, that we do in order to make, uh, make the communication better, which will ultimately restore uh, the connection of the Black family? This is my suggestion. We got to get back to a place where we're coming from a respectful place, a place of mutual respect. We have to start being smarter in our own personal decisions. <clears throat> we have to stop sensationalizing everything.
1: Hey, what cha- hey, brother, real quick. I didn't mean, to interrupt. what channel is this so I can check the chat?
2: Uh, chaos, Chaos Rain. OK. Hello? Yes. No, nah, he was asking what the what the name of the channel was.
0: Who who I said? Black oh I mean yeah. black black Caesar asked
1: that, ask that question.
0: Oh Caesar, so, you um your subscriber, I believe. I hope still. So. Um this is Chaos Rain. Um this is a channel. Matter of fact Hey, how are you be,
1: spelling chaos?
0: K or H C H A O S R E I G N So
2: as I was saying, we got to get back to a place of mutual respect. We have to, because again, this shit is just insane. It's just insane. Cursing people out, fighting back and forth is not going to fix the problem. We need to be the bigger person, and I expect that natural leaders of the community to be the bigger person. We need to start doing better when it comes to our own personal decisions. As a man, you understand that the system will come down on you like a ton of bricks. So it is up to you on an individual basis to protect yourself from said system. That means vetting these women. Women, that means vetting these men. I believe a lot of this shit would change with just simple, basic shit. But we, we sit here and we try to reinvent the wheel. We sit here and we try to make it seem like shit in life, is, can't, it, it must not be earned. And we, and we sit here and act like everybody has an answer. I'm giving a general answer because guess what? When you show someone respect, if that person's not fucked up, guess what they're going to give you? Respect.
0: Um, twin, question. The lady what was on? a Panamanian. I think her name's Koche. What your views dependent on her? I was listening to that broadcast. And what what check? I think her name's Kochi. It's, it's a chick that um talk about how black men don't account nothing she dates and
1: have sex with Asian men. Went on yesterday's last stream. Well, hey, give me that spelling one more time, brother. Because I'm coming up with
0: Chaos Rain 77. H-O-S Rain. R-E-I-G-N.
1: Okay, okay, I got it.
0: It should appear now because I have certain content, so it should appear easy. So this was my opinion of her.
2: A female like that proved a lot of the manosphere's points by how she was talking. Quite literally, she had a disdain for black men. She definitely did. She had a hatred for black men. I had no problem pointing that out because it was easy to point that out. Every time she opened her mouth and talked about a black person, especially a man, it was in a negative light, period. How? And then she she fit the, the classic stereotype of the gold digger. She said, the perfect example. She said, I was dating, I think it was either Asian or white dude. She said, why wouldn't I submit to him? He gave me a house. She doesn't even understand how that sounds. As it came out of her mouth. <clears throat> she didn't even understand how bad that made her look when she said it. She said she refuses To unless a man can provide pretty much everything for her, she's not going to deal with that man. She's not there to build with anybody. That's, That's basically what came out of her mouth. So to me, people like that, that's what I would put in the trifling category. You see what I'm saying? I do believe a man's role in a relationship is to provide and protect. But guess what? This ain't the 1950s, where you can live off of one fucking income. So unless... And even when, hold, even when we asked her, to, not to jump ahead, even when we asked her, and it wasn't even me who asked her this, this was a female who asked her this. She said, you seem to put yourself in the area of these white and Asian men who were of higher incomes. Why didn't you do that with black men? She avoided the question. Nyla asked her a question. They asked her very good questions just to get her mindset on shit. She couldn't answer them and she would avoid questions. <laughs> so that told me it wasn't that you couldn't find a black man. You just chose to divest from us. And now you're here to shit on us. And I me, I'm not about to curse nobody out. You know me. You know, how I do you. I'm not. I, I'm a practice what I preach. I did come in these used to streets wrong. And I would go off on motherfuckers and curse people out. I'll admit it, Q. But what did I sit here and tell y'all? about a month ago i said i'm not doing it because i said if i'm if i'm practice if i'm gonna preach responsibility on all sides i'm going to be responsible with the words that come out of my mouth i'm not going to front i wanted to curse her out yesterday i really did because every word that came out of her mouth about a black man was negative unnecessarily she tried to put us in every stereotypical box she could who who We're is this gathering. this was yesterday this was this was yesterday or the day before she tried to put black men in every stereotypical box she could oh i'm not trying to have old black men just want struggle love this that and the third what are you talking about like i felt like it was insane the old me would have cursed her all the way the fuck out but i was like you know what i'm not gonna do it because that's what she wanted you feel me Mm. that's what she wanted again i'm not gonna give someone that attention that she desperately wants. She wanted me to give her that reaction. So I can try to so I can try to fit into her narrative of a ghetto black man. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's it's much deeper than that, um, Q. One thing I've gotten understand throughout the whole conversation is that this is a woman that is denial of herself. She wants to escape blackness, especially what we would call it the black American experience. And tried to go, flock onto her other relative side, which really, if you think about it, she's been. If you look at it, you're you're, either second or third generation. You're not a first generation from one but, side. No, Far- it
2: wouldn't matter if she's first generation. You got to think about this, and, I, and everybody who has that mindset needs to think about this. The moment you step into America, you ain't nothing else but black.
1: Who is who is the um who is I'm I'm, I'm still missing a point. Corle-
0: Coriander. And you know you're right. And you know that that's that's an interesting point because once you step in the soil as an American born here, you are considered a Black American. Black. You're black, period. It doesn't matter. So we we go by the term Black here, but like I said, a lot of people run and escape this blackism because right. for
2: some reason they think if they claim something else, they're not going to get the treatment we get. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And everybody else's eyes in society, you're Black, period. The same mm-hmm. way they'll call me an N word is the same way they'll call her an N word.
0: Exactly. So, so, Amir is
4: here. Well, I, I'm. Um, I'm, I was trying to. I was listening in to try and get the gist of the conversation. So, what are, what are we talking about? Are we talking about this? You know, this whole swirling fiasco where these women were coming on talking about why <laughs> why they swirl or whatever the case is. Is, is
2: that Love what it. we're the, we're the talking topics about, been The has been fluid.
0: Guys, guys, hold on. Let me explain. Uh, Amir. Um, tonight's mm-hmm. subject is dealing with mammy syndrome, and I did a definition, the history, and the breakdown of the word mammy, and how other black women are trying to use a shame tactic to other black women that care and respect black men, even right. to the point where they redefine the word hell, because i lot don't even know definition and don't refuse not to know definition, but try to redefine what a mammy is. And I said, you know, you sound dumb and as hell, because I sit there and look into it, and I said, you cannot... As an intelligent person, to really to redefine words that you do not create to right. fit your tariff. So you know, it, it the conversation kind of went a little more sideways a little bit, but that was huh. a premise. Oh,
4: okay. Yeah, they, well, well, that's something that they do, and, and 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 it's 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 indicative of their mindset. Uh, and and see, the deeper the deeper problem that we have here is because uh the black community and black women have been given over to Ms. Andrew for an extended period of time now. It's now formed this 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 culture. And the and the and the truth is is that it, culturally it's it's unpopular for black women to have respect for black men. Because the truth is is that even when we talk about black women being strong, what 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 are we talking about when we talk about them being independent? That strength and that independence is quantified by her ability to be resistant to the black male, to her own black male counterpart. See, that is something that was put on her by the dominant society. They use gender, the the gender divide to divide and to conquer black society and the black community. By constantly giving black women a narrative that they're special, that they're somehow better than black men, that see, those men are holding you down. Those men are the ones uh you know, raping you and abusing you. Those men are the ones who are running amok in the community. And the and and, and, and the programming is working. Let's be honest here. The programming is the programming is working. And see, I, I made a video earlier today talking about why do why do black men hate one another? Because see, when we talk about self-hatred we tend to only talk about it with the with the racial lens, but the truth is that self-hatred takes many manifestations. And so it, it's also self-hatred to have this animus and this disdain for what comes from you. <clears throat> like, this is why you have women who will promote the idea that they themselves are, are able or at one time were able to, to reproduce asexually. This is why you have uh, many of these women who promote the idea of aborting black male babies. So this is this is real. And then then we want to try and pretend like this is something that is just, you know, uh you know on, on social media. No, this we could we can we can follow this. We can follow it.
2: Why why is it Mary, I have one talking? question real quick, bro. Real Boy, quick. I got one question. Mm-hmm. Now all those things you just sat here and said, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna argue with out okay. of hundred percent of black women Give me a percentage of black women who are saying this.
1: Uh, you, can't, you Hold on. you That's an unfair question. When people ask that question, that is something that cannot be quantified.
2: No, no. It, there's, there's a reason. There's a reason why I went there, Q, because right, my follow up can, question,
1: what, my follow on,
2: question is this, do you believe It's the overwhelming majority of black women who feel like that. But who you feel like they need to ab- they need to abort black babies but you can't and all that other that. stuff
1: but you can't say that here's the reason why you can't say that because that is that that's that's something that's not quantifiable there is no statistics out there and see that's when i hate when motherfuckers try to jump to statistics when they talk about the psychology of the mindset of black men or black women there's nobody there's not a ever been a motherfucking uh, uh, uh a goddamn survey done to say what okay of this many women black women what's your mindset on this that on abortion for example maybe there has maybe i haven't been just haven't seen it yet so that's why when people ask questions like that because you don't know the right offhand you can only talk about what you know as opposed to the women that you've come in contact with and they're feeling of it so if i had to answer that question i would say personally to me the women that i've come in contact with this many out of this many that I personally come in contact with have that sentiment. But to say holistically across a wide spectrum of the United States, from city to city, state to state, you can't do it.
2: That's, 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 a, very, that's.
1: that's a very disingenuous question. When I hear motherfuckers motherfucker sit up there and say shit like that, we can only look at the number of black women's abortions according to the CDC. You understand what I'm saying? There are not many other fucking factions out there that will even talk about Abortion in Black women, you know, the numbers just are off. Other than the CDC, which is the hardline defect- de facto fucking source to go to when you talk about, you know, numbers of Black people, numbers of White people, numbers of Black men, White men that do have this, have that, done this, do this. You can only look at those numbers, but you don't know for sure because all of those numbers are not necessarily reported by to the CDC.
4: Um, well, let me say this uh, because ultimately, um, I w- I wouldn't say that it's a majority, but what I will say is that it's a plurality, which means that which means that it's enough. See, and, 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 well, hold and up. Up. what's it's enough?
2: Is it the majority, bro? Do you it think it's the happen. majority? I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go with Q's premise. Is it the majority? Do you is think the, the majority of Black women have the mindset that you just that you just laid out? Oh, well,
4: if you ask me if the majority of the women have the mindset I just laid out, absolutely. We it is, it, is, it is the mm-hmm. cultural standard for black women to walk around feeling like they don't need a man. That I
1: thought so?
4: I was the only
5: one that hey. would say that.
1: Hey, everyone. I, I thought is that Dr. my
0: sister, J.B.? What's up, J.B.? I, I, yes, I, I don't know how you, I, I
6: got here. One
0: well, time, one time. Yes, Jv, you can speak. I know you were about to go on your other thing, so if you want to expound on, actually the subject I said earlier is the mammy syndrome. And I gave definitions and the, a brief historic history of the mammy. Because I've noticed a lot of females are, you know, using this word, this shaming word to attack other black females when they love and respect black men. So I had to sit and look into the word because I know they, when they use a word and they ask, what is the definition? They can't give it a logical answer. Some of us <clears> to redefine what the word is. So that is the premise of the discussion. If you want to elaborate what I just said, you know, in your own perspective.
6: Uh, well, I don't attack anybody. I actually don't even use the word mammy, but as far as my working definition of it is a, is a woman, I guess my definition of it is the historical definition, which would be a black woman that is prepping um, other black women uh, for white men, but I know that people project it with their own definition, So I don't really use the word. I, if I was to use it, I would use it in its historical context. Okay, I
1: see. And that's and that's kind of like what I said, Early, right? People, motherfuckers that use the word. Let me let me stop. i I'm, I'm trying to break that habit. Um, people that use that word oftentimes do not even understand what they're saying when they say it. I'll give you a I'll give you um, I will give you an example. You got people that would call some black men he's an Uncle Tom. Well if they had read the book or they know the historical context, Uncle Tom was not the guy that was uh, treating ill it was ill gotten to other blacks. It was Sambo. Sambo correct. was the nigga that's 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 the <clears throat> correct terminology for a nigga for a black man who's against other black men is
6: a Sambo, not an Uncle Tom. Well, I guess, so Uncle Tom was more so the black man who, if I was to use the word Uncle Tom today, I would use it on a black man that is promoting other black men to assimilate into the system of oppression. But wow. I wouldn't, but I, um, only because even when you read the book Uncle Tom, While he did a lot to kind of look out for his slave, for the other slaves, and he did the best that he could, he still wasn't trying to get out of the system. He more so assimilated into it. Um, But I wouldn't use Uncle Tom on a person that is like a Sambo, whereas Sambo is somebody that is actually dangerous to black society.
1: Well, Uncle Tom was the guy who was taking cotton out of his own sack and putting it into the other... Slave sacks so they wouldn't be beaten.
6: Uncle right. Tom,
1: Uncle Tom was the guy who was taking the beatings for other for other black slaves uh, because he felt that he could take it more than what they could. Sambo was the nigga that, that you're talking about that was a, that, that was the assimilator. He was the one that had a, that was trying to assimilate into white culture because he used that position to keep the beatings off his own ass. The one. Well, he was the one who was propagating a lot, of the, a lot of the ill and mistreatment of black slaves. He himself, he was kind of like the guy. That, remember the dude,
6: I don't know how many of you have seen the movie Life. Remember the black, oh, I don't mean awesome. to cut you guys off, but I don't even know whose channel we're streaming <laughs> off of right now. This, this
1: is Kyas range channel. Right, this is K.O.S. Uh, okay.
6: So remember the black guy in the movie Life,
1: the white, the white uh the right the white CO was walking with the shotgun he was like this here is the gun line he was repeating everything yes. this is the gun line around him
2: yeah that's the and gun you, line boss I remember okay, that yeah, that, boss, was that
1: nigga would be the fucking Sambo correct you understand <laughs> and and uh uh Martin Lawrence's character would be somewhat the Uncle Tom's character because he was always trying to keep
6: Fucking Eddie Murphy's character out of trouble. No, not the pie. Not the pie. Don't go Right. That, you see, so that's how of, I would use that's how I would use it. Um right, as well. you know, I would say, so for example, I would say that sheriff like Sheriff Clark, I would call him a Sambo because I feel like he is a direct danger to black society. Whereas right. I would look at um what's his name? The doctor, uh, what's his, Ben Carlson, Ben Carlson. Um, he's not a exact danger to black society. However, he is definitely a promoter of assimilating to, um, the dominant society. So I would kind of call him an uncle Tom.
4: Well, hold on. Cause can we define, uh, define assimilation? Like what, what, what is, because I I always hear, hear us make, uh, make these terms, these terms and this terminology.
5: And the I'm basic
0: the I'm basic terms. So, the uh, basic you, 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 you. He asked um I think JV that question.
6: Yeah, so for me, when I say assimilation, I mean basically kind of like going along just to get along. Um, like doing exactly what the mass media propaganda has told us to do, which is pretty much go to school, go to college, collect debt get a job if you could get a job and be a good law-abiding citizen don't think about your history don't think about what you can do to actually change the position of the black collective just kind of go along in the cap in the european american capitalistic society
4: that's what assimilation means to me well let, let me let me ask this because this is something that i hear coming from you know um a certain of you know of people on on internet and stuff like that because maybe the way I look at it, there's nothing wrong with going to school. There's nothing wrong with getting your education. There's nothing wrong with 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 working a job. No, there's nothing wrong with with any of these with any of these things. So where does the, where does the where does the problem come in at? Because you you also mentioned being a law-abiding citizen, and see this this is what this is where I'm going with it because. We'll we'll readily call someone like Doctor Ben Carson, who's a, a neurological sci- a, a neurological doctor. We'll call him uh, Uncle Tom. We'll call someone like Sheriff Clark, uh, who, who who's a sheriff a sambo. But yet we won't call mm. Little Tay-Tay, who running around the street, robbing old ladies, disrespecting senior citizens in the community, uh uh uh, being a, being a fucking super predator, robbing his own those. Two, and and my and I in my estimation, those are the real Sambo's.
6: Well, hmm. if you are a Hold if, on, if JV, you are a I direct take their, can I, take uh, well, this I one? Well, well I know he was well let me just answer it because uh, I actually have to go to my true. life, but um, but you can um answer as soon as I'm done. Uh so people who are causing direct harm to black people would be considered a Sambo too. There is nothing wrong with going to school and getting an education. There's nothing wrong with getting a high paying career. The problem mm. happens is when you go into that when you do that with the individualistic mindset, that's when the problem comes along because what usually happens is people will become, especially our people will become such individualists that we only think for ourselves. Whereas you can have six brothers that are in their career that seal um, their law by the citizens, their everything but they're still not assimilated completely into the dominant society because they got together they pulled their funds and they said let's create something to create opportunities for others let's create something it could be a aftercare center it could be a boys club it could be something because our people as a collective is in a situation so regardless of how you maneuver through society, you have to, at least for me and what my family practices, we all found a way to still try to do something that would help more than just us. So assimilation for me is when you fully um, embed yourself into into American capitalism with a complete individualistic mindset where you just don't care about anything that's happening with your people.
2: Uh, Mary, only thing I was gonna say to you, bro, Sheriff Clark is a sambo. I'm not. I never said he wasn't. I never said he wasn't. At, after those two, after those two people died in his prison, and he covered that up. He definitely is a sambo. Right. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm
4: not. Here to, I'm not here to defend Sheriff Clark. I, just, I, I, I never see these these uh these types of charges made against um some of the o- other subversive elements in the black community we They're tend blessed. to give them a give them a pass mary, not
3: gonna but,
1: but uh, uh, a
2: uh, mary at the end of the day this is this is this is what i don't get when i hear that argument come from from y'all mm-hmm. on youtube when are we not held accountable for our actions society is going to hold us accountable again that goes to the All that right, goes but, to, I know you've, and, that, and i know you've heard me say this before mary that mm-hmm. goes to that 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 trifling aspect why are we talking about a mon- a minority of people in the community when the overwhelming majority of us aren't doing it it doesn't matter a, okay. a, a minority can, a, a minority
4: can affect the majority that's the, that's the entire point
1: right okay and so this is a me,
4: minority can present a problem for everybody
1: let me let me kind of let me try to see if i can you know maybe put a spin on it that we can get to some understanding right so little, little, let's say little Tavon and little Marquavius in the neighborhood are just <laughs> running. Just and I, I, I'm just saying, I, you know, I'm just saying they're just running. Junebug them are just running a fucking muck. They on mm-hmm. the corners. They selling dope. They fucking robbing, breaking in people's houses, breaking in people's cars, fighting folks every day, shooting at people every day in the neighborhood, and most. Black people, when you say hold them accountable, will turn a blind eye, right? Right. They'll turn a blind eye to it, right? Yep. Now, we know that society, when they're caught, are going to hold them accountable. Case in point, the, the, the one brother who was in New York, I can't call his name, uh, they had a little crew in New York back in the 80s. You know, and everybody was talking about how he was such a good guy in the community and all this other shit. But the motherfucker killed his best friend. He killed a bunch of motherfuckers. Selling, right. dope, selling dope all up and down the motherfucking East Coast. But if you talk to people who knew him, at, that he was from Brooklyn, I believe. If you talk to people who knew him, they'll tell you that he was a good guy. He did cookouts and barbecues and all this shit for the community. Gave away turkeys and hams and shit to, to people, to families and shit. Okay. Yeah, chalk up the good, but what about the bad shit that he did? What about getting everybody hooked on cocaine? What about selling drugs to fucking even his family members, his own sisters, uh, own cousins, you know, turning them out? What about that?
2: I, Q, I agree, I, agree, I agree with you, but this, this, is, this is something that I feel like we have to do. We have to stop highlighting the dregs in our society. And I'm going to tell you why we have to stop highlighting the dregs in our society because at the end of the day the the dominant society uses that against us let's but think about this, it okay Just, so hold listen, on hold on
1: real quick I gotta Q, stop real quick you i got to stop you because i am so sick and tired let's of Q, us talking Q. about let me say this and then you can continue i am so sick and tired mm-hmm. of us talking about the problems and the ill woes of our community as a as black as a group of blacks in this country all we sit here and do is point to when we—that's an excuse, in my opinion. We'll say, "Well, little take It's now, not an excuse, though, wait, bro. Wait, wait, little take Now I'm a dealing drugs. Yes, but who's bringing it into the country? It's the dominant society—the white folks. Right, right. I, I agree.
2: I agree. I so, agree with that. So we. Got but this to is talk- why. This is why I said we need to stop doing it, though. Mm-hmm. This is because at the end of the day, that that one. We're helping them further, further push this propaganda that all black men do this. Because we already know if one of us do it, they smear us as all of us do it. But you just That's said number, that. Hold I'm on, all let me the- finish. You said you was gonna let me finish. That's number one. Number two. No, number two. It wasn't. Now wasn't bad back in the day. Yes, but I believe, I believe, if we get back to actually giving, giving a fuck about each other at a community neighborhood level, it stops. You, you, me and you were just talking about how when you were a young man, how I was a young man, how we had people in the community. You you wasn't going to have brothers in the community banging on that single mother. You would have people in the community who was going to see that, that that woman was a single mother, that she had a son. They were going to sit there and make sure that boy had some sense in his damn head.
1: But here's the issue with that. We have become too individualistic for us to go to try. We That's going to take the next thirty years for us to get back to
7: that. I don't uh, think it would take that long. Dog. It's gonna, it, no, it is.
1: No. It, it is because you got to understand that it took thirty years to fucking get us to this point. It's not gonna change oh, in in three or five. But see, this. It, is, but,
4: it, here's the thing, though. This is this is a part of the social de evolution, and it's precisely because of what uh, what Twin just mentioned. See, it, it, we always talk about how incentives drive behavior. But then we want to talk about as, as as a quote unquote community, incentivizing the dysfunctional behavior of those of those in I missed. No, it doesn't work like that. so you you can't incentivize what you're trying to get rid of and and, and how, how, how was I incentivizing that? Well well, because here's the thing, if you have a woman, right who right. understands that these men are going to help her in her bullshit, which is ha- having kids by niggas who have by niggas who have no impetus to be fathers
2: then guess what she's more likely to engage in that behavior but, but this, this she, is she, what she, i was talking you, about the on, extremities why on, are you in that situation in an extremity let, let, why let did me, you automatically go to she uh, was fucking somebody who wasn't shit? shit let me finish let me, me finish
4: let 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 because let's not hold on let's not sit here and act like you don't have sisters that got three four five six kids from different niggas
2: and but, but is that every single mother? This is this is my this is my huge disagreement with y'all when it comes to this conversation. And this, and I've, and I've said this to and I've said this to the people I'm with. We got to stop framing these arguments in an extremity. What you just said here and said is accurate. Are there some some in our midst who do that? Or and and are there others who sit here and they have a man and he walk away? Are there others who have a man and he died? Are there other there's this plenty we don't know everybody's no. story. We need bro, to listen, stop painting and framing listen, these arguments listen. in the extremes.
4: Listen, black, black, <clears throat> black women have the highest rates of multiple partner fertility, which means they have the highest rates of children from different fucking men. This is the reality of where we yeah, are.
1: You got to talk facts, though, bro. And see, that's what Amir is saying. You got to talk facts because motherfuckers will use the CDC. And I noticed that there is one person that will quickly go to the cdc or a couple and they will point these out when it's to black men in, in reference to paying child support of, you know and then you got to go down that foxhole they'll point that out but they're they'll pale in comparison when you start talking about black women having fucking multiple kids by multiple men they right we'll talk about that, that. so yeah. in order to in order to be in order to be intellectually honest you got to look at these issues and situations holistically that's my point right it is and, and it, it, it's it's a fault that's faulty on both sides of the scenario brother it's faulty I, on both I, sides of the scenario. i agree with
5: you i so,
1: agree but here's he, and, and i'm not trying to go and talk about you know the, the the black female fuckery that's not my aim here that's not my goal here <laughs> that's not my aim or my goal I'm talking holistically when I talk because I believe in, in in truth and honesty and fairness across the board. Are we fucked up as a race of people, both male and female? You motherfucking a one hundred right we are, we are. And I'm not one that's going to sit here and say, well, whoa well, whoa, 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 black women do and they're fucked up, and not even bang on the brothers who are who are causing this scenario.
4: Right, I'm but, not going to do that. But here's the thing, though, because. What I look like, and, and I told I told this to um Cynthia the other day on Ranch panel. See, as men, we can we can tell men brothers what they should be doing and and and, and, and how you're supposed to treat a woman and stuff like this and, and valuing fatherhood. But if if you have sisters who's still sitting over here mess who still sitting over here lining up to fuck with dirty Dick Rodney, he's not gonna listen to what we're saying. The exactly. women are validating his fucked up behavior.
2: They're the ones. But what, a, what about what about what about the dude who's dealing with big broody Brenda getting her pregnant and having these multiple same, kids with her. the same applies
1: across the board? The but but see,
2: this, is, this is my problem. This is my problem, Mary. Mm-hmm. Again, at the end of the day, I know y'all don't feel like black men are the leaders of the community and y'all have y'all reasons for feeling that way. I was raised black men of the leaders of the community. We can't perpetuate the problem and then sit here and complain about the consequences. How can you be
4: the leader? Hold on, hold on, hold on to me, because you made it obvious. It's not all black men doing that, so, and so this is my point. If the women decide to go fuck with the men who are doing it, that's on them.
2: And I, is, it, is it all is it all black women in your scenario who's doing it, Amiri? No, it all
4: black women. I never said it was all. That's but you me.
2: you neglect what? to point that out when y'all
4: make these listen, arguments. Listen, listen, we're talking about the exact same substrata of women who are doing this. We're having the conversation on their turf of dysfunction, exclude all the other women because it doesn't apply to them. We're talking about them. So I don't have, I don't have, I don't have to preference it by saying, not all black women, we're talking about the women who engage in this behavior and the men who engage in this behavior. So the point is this, is, is that if those women make a decision to mess with a, to, to mess with a guy uh, because he he makes their twat tingle and, and 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 don't even care nothing about his substance that is on them see the, the, i agree uh, with you lot the sisters choose their mates the same way americans choose presidents they opt for they opt for substance over uh they opt for they opt for style over substance,
0: over substance. Yeah.
4: And this is what, and this, and so it creates this di- this dynamic. Then they want to tell brothers like me, brothers like you, brothers like you, brothers like chaos. Y'all in leaders in the community. No, you made a personal decision as a as
2: a woman to sleep with Dirty Dick Roden. So that but, is. But but, but 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 a Mary a Mary, everything can be summed up that because she that some women in the community because you just sat here and said it's not all. Right. We not- can't sit here and say the sum total of the community is the way it is because some women made poor decisions. There's a lot of things that is wrong with the community. Hold this hold is on. the problem I see. Right, but hold on. <laughs> this is the problem I see. Real quick, brother, real quick. Okay, go because ahead. Because this 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 is the problem I see. We you're you're acknowledging. You're acknowledging. And I'm I'm happy you've done it because you already know this was my only real point of contention with y'all. I can't argue with the fact if somebody makes poor decisions, if I'm preaching responsibility. I'm not going to argue that. Right. My point of contention is is that we make extreme scenarios, and this is both sides. My point of contention is, is that we're sitting here saying it's this one singular reason, and then we're pointing fingers back and forth. When we don't know, like you said, the holistic situation. We don't know everybody's situation. I don't know why she chose that dude. We know Dirty Dick Daryl isn't actually sitting here being honest with these women. Does that still... I, does that still uh, grant them a pass on the decision that they made? Of course not. <clears throat> My point is this. Once the action is done, once the consequences have come, what are we going to do? Are we going to continue to snipe? or we going to continue to point fingers? Or are we as a group of people in the majority who aren't engaging in this fuckery coming from either side? What are we
1: going to do to fix it? So, what, what, first of all, you can't go back and undo something that is already done. That's number one. Number two, I will tell you this. I, on my kids, I personally, personally know a woman who is 39. I think she just turned 39. 39 years old, and she has seven kids by five different dudes? I personally
7: know this woman. Yeah, I want to chime in cuz I don't want to have I don't know how much time I have until they call me. But I think we just have to roll our sleeves up and be an example instead of using people's talking points cuz we can hear this all day, but until you get your your, your hands dirty, then the problem's not going to be solved. Cuz we can do all the finger wagging all we want, but the issue is that you got to be example and then get, and be willing to do the dirty work. I mean, this is man talk that we're supposed to be uh, getting into, you know, because like like the brother was saying before, um, a lot of these women that um, that we're talking about, I can't give a quantified number or a sum and all and all that kind of stuff. But there's a great number to where they're having multiple children. Now, the whole thing is that, you know, when we say like you need to do you need to be responsible when you need to uh, take accountability and stuff like that. Are you telling professional men? Are you telling people that are really doing what they're supposed to do? Or are, you t- or are you telling the guy that's always hiding behind the bushes when there is some kind of responsibility that needs to be done?
2: No, you got to go I'm, home. Telling, I'm telling everybody to be... My, this, this is my problem, Art. For example, I can't... And I'm, I'm going to be real. I can't stand anybody who's going to complain about a shared consequence. And this is what I mean by that. As, a, as an African-American male, I understand what befalls me if I make the wrong decisions. I think every man on this panel, anybody listening in the chat who is a black man understands the, the, the consequences that will befall us, period, if we make the wrong decisions. Then we'll have said, dude, or women, I'm not going to even say just men, men and women, we know as black people what's going to happen. We'll make those bad decisions. And then instead of taking responsibility, learning, and growing from it, we're trying to blame the other person. We're trying to quote numbers instead of sitting here saying, What did I do wrong? And this is the only thing that I'm gonna be real. This is one of the things that me and Q vibed on right away. I actually agree with you are and you will marry. There needs to be accountability, but we can't just preach accountability on one side of this argument. It must be accountability on all sides. If you made a fucked up decision, if you made a fucked up decision as a man, or if you made a fucked up decision as a woman, you need to own that shit. You need to learn from that shit, and you need to make better decisions next time. But sitting here, sitting, but sitting here saying, for example, I know, I know a woman like you said, Q. You know what she sat here and said? She, I know a woman who has, who has, four kids by four different dudes. She didn't blame the dudes. You know what she said? I should have made them wear condoms.
7: That's what she said. Um, you that's know, to but, me, see, but see, but to see me,
1: that's taking responsibility for your hold, poor hold, ass, hold ass on, decision. Hold on, hold on, hold on, But oh. see, by, but see, here, here is, here is what you just said, and if you listen to what you just said or what she told you, I should have made them, them wear a condom. How about I should have t- taken care of myself by one, either being on birth control or two not even allowing that situation to get to that point.
2: That's but taking, but Q, my point that, is, oh, is that not taking responsibility for is. her poor-ass
1: actions? Hold on. It is, brother. It's taking responsibility for her poor actions, but it's also placing the blame on the other party at the same time. I can't say... oh, No, it's not. But, how was it not when she said... She I said,
2: should've, I should have... Okay, she knew she wasn't on birth control. And even if she would have took birth control right then and there, that shit wouldn't have been effective. It now, wouldn't have been she effective. sat there and she said, I should have... She sat here and said, I still should have protected myself.
1: Uh, because brother. she, she
2: knows she know she's not on birth control At least she looked back and said You know what, I wasn't on birth control I should have made him wear protection there's, right. two, there's, there's, two, there's two sides of that equation When it comes to this protection thing
1: you, You're not, you're not you, you, And I was trying to say that the other night The first thing that I do when, I, when, I, when I'm out here and I'm dating a woman And we get to that point of engaging in sex There are questions asked And the questions go like this Hey look, yeah, you know, I know it's that time We're into it or whatever, I got it are you on birth control? Are you on appeal? Do you have, are you, I mean, what, what, you know, what, how are we going to You know? do this? First of all, I'm not having sex with you anyway. If we're not in some sort of a relationship to a degree, it ain't just, I'm out here pumping and dumping and pumping and fucking and all this other shit. There are relationships that are established, that are established before you even get to that point. You understand? No one night stands and all that bullshit popping off. I ain't got time for that. So once I'm in a relationship and I'm dealing with a woman, we have these conversations. Okay, you're not on birth control. Guess what? I'm going to protect not only you, but me, not just from fucking babies, but from other things that may exist, right? We got to start having holistic conversations. I'm going to put this condom on then. You understand? That's I agree how you with re- you. That, but that's how, I'm not gonna, if I go out here and lay up with a woman, I'm not going to then get her pregnant and say, you know what? I should have made sure she was on birth control. I just took the responsibility to of blame off myself. I should say before I lay down with her, I should have put a condom on. That's taking holistic responsibility for my actions. Me, not them, not her, me. I should have put a condom on. Not I should have made sure they were on birth control. I get what you're saying because what the other person does is, is irrelevant because it's me. When a woman lay down and open her legs up and let, let you, and let you enter her body and shit, she knows whether I'm on birth control or not. She knows whether you're using a condom or not. You know whether she's on birth control or not. You know whether you need to use a condom or not. <clears throat> so that's the responsibility. That's a shared responsibility between the two. The problem is we got people that want to just dump all the responsibility as was the case the other night. No, they need to start wearing condoms Well, motherfuckers need to start being But birth control is harmful to their health And all this shit, got it, I understand that A lot of women will but tell but
2: Q.
6: you A lot, but
1: of, Q. Women, yes. a, a lot yes. of women will tell you I kind of I can't use condoms because they break me out And I'm allergic to them and this, that, but you're not on appeal So what are we supposed but
2: to but do? Q. Uh, Q, Q, Q. Chaos. I gotta go, I gotta go real soon I just want to respond to this all real right. quick because I gotta go But Q, I understand what you're saying I can't even argue that but this is—you all know how I come. I come from a place where, on some real, men have a higher level of responsibility, and I'm gonna tell you why. Cause who is the system's gonna? Who the system's gonna uh, come harder okay. on? Who men or women? Men. So men. in my—this is just my opinion, my humble one. Okay. It's 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 a it's it's a upon us as men, knowing the fact how skewed the system is, to protect ourselves from it. That's why I don't I don't get mad when I hear a sister say some shit like that, because that's how I'm going to tell you how I how I take it. When I hear a sister say, well, you should have wore a condom. She's right in a sense. And she's right for this reason. The system's going to torture you. It's going to fry you. You know it. Everybody on this panel know it. Everybody in the chat know it. So it isn't coming upon you. Again, that doesn't take away her responsibility in that situation. But if it's going to negatively affect me the most, I'm protecting myself the most. But Listen, yo,
3: chaos, chaos. Thank
1: y'all for
2: letting <laughs> me come. I, I really got to go. They waiting for me downstairs. Great. I'm actually
7: getting I'll ready to go out. I- All
2: thank right, bro. Know. All right, lady, y'all.
0: Go, All go right, Q Butter. You there? Yo, y'all hear me? Yo, y- y- y-
7: yo, y- fam?
0: What's What's up, up, I'm good. What's I'm good? good? I'm good. To give you a brief background, um, the conversation goes a little bit different. Today's conversation, I deal with the definition and the historical of the word Mammy. And the reason of this, talking about this, because I know a lot of women are using it as a shaming language or a term to demonize other women that love and respect Batman. And when the question is asked to the to these females or the ones that use the word call another woman a mammy, they can never give a full definition of what it is. They sometimes want to redefine the word mammy in their own image and they like it, but that's not how the term itself is. So I just went and did a little digging on on the definition from Oxford, all these dictionaries to the history, and it says otherwise. So. That was some early parts of the discussion. Shame. Oh yeah, I don't know nothing about
3: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see the link. I didn't know the title, but I, yeah, I don't know nothing about mammy. or so whatever you want.
0: Yeah. But they they call a lot of sisters, you know that, you know, in regards to when they defend black men and stuff. They use this word, you know, shame type. But you know. what are they doing for black men? The ones that call other sisters mammies? Yeah. I have no idea, probably not much at all. Yeah, that's kind of confusing. Ah. You know, we
3: come yeah. over turns all the time.
0: And that's mm-hmm.
3: what we'd love to come over the Titan.
0: Yeah. Chaos play the video. What video wanna play? What are you talking about? Black Caesar, we talking about Black Caesar. What's this? Jacqueline Thomas, first time viewer, Peace to Kill is the panel. and the, Oh, thank you, Jacqueline.
1: Yeah. Listen, man, this, this is what I would tell you, right? Okay, leadership. Uh, can you lead someone who doesn't want to be led? It's just a question I like to throw out there to the, to the panel. No. Anybody? Can you lead someone, a group of people who do not accept or want your leadership? No. Okay. Anybody else?
0: Art Q, letter.
7: I'm about to get drilled any minute. Uh, What was the question again? Can you lead a group of
1: people who do not want or accept your leadership? No way. All right. Anybody else? I'm interested to hear Q Butter's uh, assessment on that before I go on, before I proceed. Okay, so he's on mute and I got it. Now, here here is here is what kills me when I hear my when I hear brothers say we're the leaders within the community. By default, we are. We're supposed to be by default that's what men are supposed to do lead and generally women are supposed to follow however we live in a time and a place where we know that that's not happening ask yourself why if you look go back and look over the past fucking 50 years we live in a totally different uh black black fear black sphere right now right between men and women right you cannot be a leader if or of a group Holistically, black men cannot lead a group of black women, the the group of black women who do not want or accept their leadership. They can try with that talking point all they want to, but at the end of the day, we know that that dynamic just isn't there anymore. It's not there. Why is it not there? Because there's a respect issue. Why do we have a respect issue? Because they will say, well, what are you doing? What have you built? Do you understand
7: what I'm saying? Well, black male leadership across the board, all in different nationalities have always been irrelevant. They like the way we dance, we sing, we play sports, all these types of things. But when it comes to leadership, I mean, we, we can throw in Obama, you know, as far as being a figurehead. But, you know, when it comes to leadership or whatever, it's constantly challenged. And so it's it's it, it really hits home when you you know, you woman. So I think those are things that have to be really examined. And, and um you know, I, I just think that people just have to really start looking within to make sure that they they'll be able to take care of this because uh you know, it's it's even though we see it's a downhill spiral, downhill spiral, but I still think that there's hope.
1: There is hope. And The hope is that we have to turn things around. And how do we turn things around? We have to go all the way back and we have to zero things out across the board. And I believe in the law of attrition. In other words, those that the cream is going to rise to the top. Those that want to follow are going to follow. Those that do not are not men that are going to lead are going to lead men that are not going to lead. They're not going to lead. There is a misconception, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, of what male masculinity is among black men. There is a misconception of what alpha mentality is among black men. It's skewed.
7: Yeah, I'll tell you, you know, if you look at the figures, because most of the time when we are growing up, we always see like a celebrity or someone down the street. We're always looking to be like that person. And so we have rap culture to any of those kind of things to where it kind of gives you a determination what manhood is. And then the sad part is that it gets down to what you like and what you what attracts you to be that and then you got the females on the other side having that to where he's handsome or he's this or he's that to consider that is that that is a man. So I think we have to really start getting back to the table and really putting a true definition of what manhood is and stop going for the stuff that you that's really, you know, desirable. <clears throat> that kind of thing, because it just I mean, it's been proven. Those kind of things just don't work. You got to you got to put all that other stuff aside And talk about what works and we have a unique situation because we don't have a a a full culture intact we don't have like thousands of years worth of things that are like really tied together we're pretty much still making uh lemonade out of lemons i agree so
1: so again when we talk about this whole male black man leadership within the community and what an alpha uh, alpha trait type mentality is is skewed and at the end of the day until we get a holistic understanding of what it is that we're talking about what is the example that should be set as far as as far as a a male leader right what's the example we had leaders throughout the diaspora of the black community over a hundred years you go back to the turn of the century and the 20s you had Marcus Messiah Garvey. Uh, you had uh, the other brother that was out. I can't call his name right his now. His name escapes me for some reason. I don't know why that, that they had their little tit for tat. And then you fast forward. <clears throat> In the 60s, we had Malcolm and Martin, which divided the line. Some people say that. You mean W.D. Du Bois? Yeah, W. E. B. Du Bois. Uh, thank you. And then we had Malcolm and Martin as we fast forward, just to highlight a few, right? People said Malcolm was the quintessential, atypical type man, black man, that is the example of, that exudes the example of black male leadership within the community. Others said that Martin was the um, example of what male leadership was within the black community. Fast forward to today's time, you got brothers like, uh, I don't know, uh, Barack Obama. Right. He's the example. That's the perfect black man right there. You see how he leads and how he did not his attitude, his actions. Right. Everybody has a difference of opinion. And until we come together and kind of say, "Okay, this is the line of where that we need to draw. This is what we need to look at. This is how things ought to be done within our community." We're not going to get anywhere. We're going to continue to spin our wheels. We're going to go a, a loop-de-loop-de-loop-de-loop because the the next dynamic speaker, black man, comes along, who can move the crowd. That's who everybody's going to point to and say, "That's our leader right there." I missed. I missed uh, two. There was. Uh, there was. Uh, what's what's the other brother name with King? The Reverend. Uh, there was Al Sharpton, and then his uh, split half was. Uh, jesse jackson in the 80s that's what people were that's who people were turning to and looking at and then you also had the honorable minister lewis farrakhan out there that's what people were looking at right so we have all these different men you get them all together if you could in their prime and put them all in the room i wonder who would be the defunct leader of that group if you took all of those black men very very powerful figures within our community within the black community over the last what is this 29 over the last hundred years or so you put all of those black men in one room i wonder who would rise above all else and be the leader and say this is what we're going to do this is the way we're going to go i wonder who that would be elijah muhammad I left him out as well. Yeah, you know, hands down by, by
3: proof of, of, of just at work,
1: you know, Elijah Muhammad. I don't believe Elijah Muhammad would be the defunct leader. And I'll tell you why Elijah Muhammad put Malcolm out front and Malcolm became the defunct leader of that organization.
3: You no, know, Malcolm was a speaker. And I think a lot of times we mis- misconstrued speaking, you know, but the, the head and organizer.
1: He put him out there and he also got rid of him. You know, and that's so. And, and but see, this is what happened, right? So I understand why that happened, but and that happened because increasing more increasingly, Malcolm began to head to become the face, the voice, and the defunct leader of that organization, which is why he was erased, which is why he was moved out. That happens a lot when you talk about leadership, once again. If you're the leader of an organization and then you you bring a brother in that's more dynamic that speaks to you and, and the people follow him as opposed to following you, you got to get rid of him.
3: But that though, that really, that's I understand that that's really you know, somewhat a movie version. But from their version of it, that's not you know it's a delicate situation. But I'm just, just in my opinion, like who would I say outside of you know beyond him would be Marcus Garvey who consistently showed that they had a way to save black people. You know, that would be Elijah Muhammad. He says to this day, almost 50, 60 years passing death, You still got black people, black men, who were completely one way and turned their lives around, and they're a whole other way to complete their families. And there's strong men. And I'm not selling the nation of Islam, but I see
0: that.
1: And I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but at the end of the day, I still believe that even though if you include uh include that brother in that that room with those individuals, I still believe that he would not be the one to come out uh on top or out of the room as the leader. That's my belief. And and there are too many different there are too many different um there are too many things that you could point to as to why there are a lot of things you can point to about uh about martin there are a lot of things you can point to about minister lewis farrakhan i believe that lewis that minister farrakhan would come out ahead of elijah muhammad
3: you know when you uh, it's hard to compare managers and people that like elijah muhammad created a foundation and movement and an organization he was a CFO. cfo See, you. Yeah, he laid the groundwork, you see what I mean. So like it's easy for people to run with the ball. You know what I mean? But to create your own situation, you know, and something that lasts after your death, like to me that's the proof in the pudding. After the death, there's really not too many organizations and places you can go to, like that you can walk in that Martin Luther King has walked left over. You know, what I mean they could probably people will probably argue the voting rights and stuff like that, but Okay, you know, you can put a lot of people into that mix. You can put white people in there, but as a black man, I don't want white some, people in there. Exactly. So I would, you know what I mean? Like, who, after 50 years after their death, who has still has buildings and people quoting their words and changing their life? You know, me as a leader, I'm not looking at the, you know, the cat. Like, he wasn't even a great speaker like that. He didn't even talk that. It was really the work. Like, he was one of those basketball players that, You know what I mean? They didn't really come on court looking all fancy and everything, but he gave you 60 points, you know, some crazy numbers every night. Right. Uh,
1: Again, and I understand what you're saying. Just because you create something doesn't mean that you're going to maintain the leadership within the organization, and that's what was happening with um, that organization and those two individuals. He created it, and then he brought in Malcolm, and then Malcolm began to overtake it, which is why he was eventually eliminated. Eliminated.
3: Well, I think that's the wrong term, overtake it. It wasn't that. Like Malcolm, just he went against the code. That's really what it comes down to. Like yeah. I love Malcolm X. I look for him, but he went against the code, and the way he went ab- about going against the code, that it was is questionable. You know, it's really questionable. Well, okay,
1: I- so when you say go against the code, is it because he believed the teachings? And he believed so strongly in the teachings in, in in the Muslim teachings that he saw something that was wrong, and he was compelled to fucking stand up for what he believed in. I don't yeah, think that that's, that's going, I don't, tell, that, that, hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. I don't think that that well from all historical accounts, and I've studied him extensively, both um both both um personally and educationally at the academic level. I, I I'm not just talking about the movie. I'm not talking about the movie Malcolm X that Spike Lee produced. I'm talking about books. I'm talking about his own historical accounts of what took place. And I know that people will oftentimes take something that they're involved in and try and twist it to benefit them, you know, thinking about your lineage. I understand that. But I also looked at other historical accounts from other people who were involved in that situation at the time. So when, I, when I speak to things, I don't speak to things from a layman's point of view. I never come I, I, at it from a layman's eye
3: it, it it's, it's Okay, but still in all, the fact remains, his first interview coming back from his pilgrimage was with white people. You see what I mean, the way he which he you know like that that's you know that's just what it is, you know what I mean, like the stuff that he had privy to, in today's time, you will be called a whistleblower
1: mm. right under, 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 I understood that, but why, okay, so why did he take his first interview that route? It was because he w- he had already been threatened, his children's lives, his wife's life, life life had already been threatened. Um, he was already a marked man. So at that particular point in time, he felt it best that he make it known that hey, I'm a marked man out here. I've already been excommunicated from the from the organization and from the movement. They you know they they've silenced me. I'm not to speak now. My now my life is threatened. So yeah, but that,
3: I mean, as as a leader, if you think about some of the issues we have with the people who use their rhetoric more than their actions and don't think about the you know, the the, 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 the the response to their rhetoric and the responsibility behind it. And that's what Elijah Muhammad told him when he said, look, don't say nothing about that cracker. Keep your mouth shut. Let's focus on our work. We don't gotta worry about talking to these white people about that shit. Focus on your work and we focus on this work We'll have our fields all over this country. There was almost already a quarter million, a million people inside the movement before Malcolm got into it.
0: Yeah.
1: You see so what mean, that? Three million
0: or more. But you the movement... Go, like, right, before I
1: mean, Ma- I, and I agree, but before Malcolm got into the movement, that movement was vir- virtually unheard of or unknown outside of that. Oh, 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 but right that's listen, the listen point. To what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying, though, brother. That would be the point today to keep everything that we're doing under wraps, right? But you cannot, you cannot make, uh, increase, increase the movement holistically if, if people don't know anything about it. That was the it's, problem.
3: It's, it's a matter of, this is really, like, I appreciate It's really what we should be talking about. In the same way you're talking about it, like, it's a matter of like, I look at it, one is like, I really agree with you. I think this is a management an enter off an inter office conversation, you know, how to handle it, how to go about these things. Cause this is gonna happen again. There's gonna be other organizations that's gonna come up in the black community. Think about what's going on with Umar Johnson. People are whistleblowing and even I done the videos about how he's handled his funds. You know what I mean this is the era of putting people's lives on the on the table and not just their lives, the work that they're saying they're supposed to be doing. So there is that accountability now. You know, but there also is the 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 respect level of a nation. You know what I mean? When you join a nation, there's a different code that's there, and that's for a people who are trying to create a nation. And so, when you find out certain things, are you? It, it's how you go about it. And in certain worlds, that just means what it is. Like you know what I mean? There's certain people, they don't care about how you feel after. You know what I mean it's just the fact that you turned the on us. I can't but I can't rock with
1: you. All right. So I will ask you a simple question as opposed to that situation. And then
0: Rogers on the panel, so ask the question short. So I get Roger on this. What's that?
1: What's that chaos? I'm sorry. Roger,
0: Roger, step on the panel, so ask the question. Keep it short. Okay.
1: All right. So what he did was he pointed out the fact that um the man who was his teacher and was his spiritual father and leader had committed some atrocious atrocious acts and that was something which led him which compelled him and hurt him so deeply that he had to speak about it if you as a person who does what you do care about the things that you care about are following a man who has taught you the things that you hold to be true And then you find out that that person has gone against the exact thing that he preaches against, that he's taught you to stand against. What do you do? It's a conflict of interest, but you have a sworn duty to point that out.
3: I, I am too. I am not against you. I'm not against you. But how you go about pointing certain things out and who you go about pointing those things out to you see what I mean? All those things, you know. One, we're dealing with a dogmatic organization. You so there's gonna be that that extreme belief in people's personalities, which is not healthy. In today's age, you don't put extreme belief in people's personalities. If you you know what I mean, especially in your business and in the business of helping people, like you put extreme you don't put extreme you you put your belief in good plans, you know. And, right. You know, but back then. You have some an organization that's being, you know, ran through religious belief systems. So you have a person that's at the head of it, like a monarch, at the head of an empire. You have all of these things going involved. So Uh you're going to have when you you don't have the ability to communicate inside of your organization because you feel like you're just going to hit a ceiling and that's as far as it's going to go. These are things that happen in organizations that are organized like that.
1: So. Right. So immediately when he took that in front of the organization, that's when he was ostracized from the organization. No one would, uh, very few, only very few believed him until he put out documented proof. And that's when it had to go outside. Didn't have to, but after they started attacking him, and, and that's a horse of another color, I know. Um, I, 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 I'll digress, and we'll have to have this conversation at a at a at a different time. Net, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. You said somebody else joined the panel and wanted to speak. Yes, Roger.
5: Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. How's everyone doing?
1: What's out now?
5: Okay. Um I, I would just like to say that uh honestly when I when I tuned in a little bit, y'all were talking about the uh the two different sides of the fence when it comes to the women and the children. I honestly think Amiri Brown has a great point because it's something I tell women all the time when they complain about the type of men that you ha- that they have a baby by, by him not stepping up. and And the thing is, if you, opinion, men should be the leaders. Say that a man should not be the leader, but I do say each woman does need to t- pick what kind of leader she wants. That our conversation go away from what leader she picked because at the end of the day they did pick a leader women say they don't have a leader or they say there's no black male leadership but at the end of the day they all pick and when you follow a particular person meaning the person you sleep with the person you have your your, your pillow talk with the person you take advice from and things like that when they pick a leader and he goes a certain direction you went along with the direction that that particular person led you in. And if you don't like a man's leadership, you don't follow him. And we live in a society where women do have a choice to follow what kind of man they like to follow. And and some women just won't follow any man at all. So I think when you you have a conversation of, of where do these children come from, you have to take into account that at the end of the day, the women are doing exactly what they want to do they, they are, and I know it hurts brother's ego to understand this fact, but at the end of the day, women are calling the shots they wanna call because because of the system we are in in America, the government gives them enough resources for them to do what they want to do. And women are all, have always manipulated systems to go to what they want. So it's not like they don't know. We as men always say, and I understand it because I'm a man too, we want to be protective of women. But we always say what they don't know and what they don't understand, what they haven't thought about. They think about this stuff the same way we think about this stuff. They know exactly what we're doing. And the reason that they can go along and get along is because we as men trying to be protective of them. We say that they don't know and we accept their nonsense as if they really didn't understand what they were doing. Women have always manipulated words to get what they want. And when words don't work, they always manipulate their actions. And when actions don't work, they always tap into the system. And, and, and if you look at, uh, at a woman in society, if you boyfriend, you arguing with the guy. See, you're using your words at that moment, trying to get that guy to do what you want him to do. When that does not work, you have actions. Okay, I'm going to withhold sex. or I'm going to do this to make him jealous of another man. That's just actions. And if that doesn't work, you call the police. You say the guy hit you. Whether he hit you or not, you just say the guy hit you because that's your way of tapping into a system to get what you want done. Women are motivated by what they want. And if we as men don't accept the fact that they are motivated, motivated by what they want, we're going to always keep coming to the wrong place. Now, I do understand you have a holistic problem, but, but when you deal with two people, especially when you talk about having a baby, You have to have responsibility on one end or the other because no person has the ability to control the next person. So, therefore, it can't be a two-person argument. By my estimation, the only thing that literally makes sense, if you are a woman and you have a baby and you are unmarried, then it's on you. I don't even want to hear about the dude that didn't step up. You made a choice to have a baby with a man that wasn't willing to step up. That's your own fault. No one made you do that. And, yeah, no one made you have a baby with a man that refuses to step up. Now, I'm not talking about rape. I'm talking about legal. If you sleep with a man that does not want to step up, you as a woman chose to do that. And the truth, told, even, even, the, the truth be told, even though it hurts brother's ego, black women are in rebellion of black male leadership. That's why they want a baby with a man that won't step up because they want to be able to control that narrative. They want to be to run that child and raise that child as they see fit without a man in the picture, but they still want to be victims, so they pretend because we act like they don't know better. They, these women are not fools, and I personally refuse to believe that black women are stupid. I'm not going to accept that. Black women are not stupid. They know what they're doing. So when they choose a man who chooses to get married to them, wants to provide for them, wants to be their leader, wants to make sure these kids are taken care of, they picked that type of man on purpose because they wanted a man to be in that leadership role. They wanted his protection. They wanted his provision. So they accepted him period. If a woman doesn't accept that man when she's not married and then you, and and don't get me wrong. You have these people who claim they don't believe in marriage. Okay. I'm not going to even argue your claim, but if you claim you don't believe in marriage, why didn't you at least have a baby with a man when you live under his roof. Show me you have accepted his leadership, his provision, and his protection. Because when you reject those three things from that man, I don't care what your story is. You're in rebellion to men, period. You just wanted a baby. And as long as we accept that a woman can have a baby by an irresponsible man and not hold her accountable to that, then we are failing as men, period. And when it comes to the men that's, that's impregnating these women, we have to hold these guys accountable, because, which I personally believe most of us do. Because usually responsible men don't kick it with irresponsible men. It's hard to find a group of people where you'll see a brother that has a job or going to college or in the military doing all the things they're supposed to do, kicking it with niggas that's just out getting, getting brought So men are holding them accountable because we don't even associate with them. We don't like to help them. We don't like to help them accomplish anything because we don't feel that they work our time because they will leave a baby to struggle. And guess what? Women have to start holding those men accountable, too, because at the end of the day, all we can do as men is help them hold another man accountable. Because if they if they refuse to stop giving him the sex that creates the baby, I don't care how you draw the line. She's not holding him accountable and she is validating what he's doing. She is giving him incentive to not be a father, to not protect, to not provide that women would tell. I see women and men arguing all day long about what they supposed to do. And I see women telling men that are responsible. They're je- they're jealous of the slackers. Cause the slackers are getting the pussy. So they are telling me to their face. That's what I want. And if we as men can't accept it, that's what black women want from a, on a large level. And I'm saying, law because the estimates are so high when it comes to black women having children out of wedlock. That's not a divorcee. That's not a widow. I'm talking about women that chose to have children out of wedlock. If we don't accept what they're telling us through their actions, because all, every every communication is not verbal. They're telling us their message through their actions. And if we as men will not hold them accountable, because I tell men at this point, you basically should take single mothers off the table if you're a responsible brother. You have no business really dating a single mother. And if you're going to date a single mother, she better be exceptional. It, you better clear, if I meet your woman and your woman's a single mother, you should not have to tell me why you dating her. She should, it, it should be so, so powerful of, what, of the reason that you're dating this exceptional woman that I'm going to see it for myself. And if we don't do that, at the end of the day, we're telling them it's okay for them to be that way because we're going to take care of all your problems. It doesn't make a difference how much problems you cause well, how many babies you put in a bad situation? We're going to be there for you. and We're going to take, take care of it all at the end of the day. So if we as men do that, then how can we blame them for messing with dudes that ain't no good?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is my thing, um, Roger. Because we live in a culture now where, you know, there are some respectful men that are, you know, want to build families. And some of them go as far as that they are very selective with their seeds. The problem with our society is because there's a lot of symptoms for our sisters. Even to a point where now we have a culture and, you know, a population of males that are quote-unquote simps. And, you know, word is used loosely nowadays that they're giving the females what they want. You know. To the point, you know, that when, it, when it's all said and done and they're ready for them to really sell that and so they want to, you know, be a wife, they got, always got to check their track record. And the age to know say, so, you know, the, the time is the clock is click ticking on you. You know. The sooner you can get, you know, wife up, the better in this society. Do not sit there wait if you're a woman. Especially if you are let's say have a child by one dude, right? And the dude doesn't want to be anything more than just that, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta move on. But like I said, in a society where you're gonna have to compete, you know, the real picket of men that's really now Try to get their shit together. And I don't get this shit together, but they're now thinking their options now that, you know, I don't want I want more as a man, you know, and I expect better more. Just like you as a woman, you expect certain things and more. The men are not exercising the option out. So, ladies, if you want a man, you're going to have to compete and you're going to have to really, if you're not fought under the, the labels that Mr. Rogers said, you you have nothing a problem. You have no problem. You're good. But overall, the rest of them, I'm hoping that they get this message, and you know they will improve. But like I said, you know not everybody can be safe. A lot of these dudes can't be safe, and a lot of these humans can't be safe. So if we do the ones that know better and doing what we should be doing, we're gonna probably make it out in better. Than I want every black person to be around and be safe, but you know as reality, as the world is shaped, that's not the reality. That's my only thing. All right, I am going to stop right here. I thank everybody that was listening today. And ones that were on this panel. You know, um, and like always, thank you again, Roger. Q and Q Butter. And that was listening, you know, if you're not been a subscriber or like to comment or like, please do. This
1: is the Chaos Rain channel. And other than that, let the chaos reign.